This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, it has been called the nastiest election campaign in Alberta history. And from what I have heard and read about it, I have to say that's probably true. But today it's all over. It is election day in that province. Polls are open until 7 p.m. our time, and then the results will start trickling in. So Global News will have comprehensive coverage across all platforms, online, on TV, on Charles Adler tonight, and on The Shift with Drex, so you can make sure you hear everything about the Alberta election right here. But we wanted to also find out what the mood is like, particularly in a place like Edmonton this morning, and I had a chance to speak with Emma Graney, who's the legislative reporter for the Edmonton Journal. Well, Emma, thank you so much for joining us today to talk Alberta election. Tell me, what is it like in that province there? What do you get a sense of on this day of everybody going to the polls? It's nice and sunny. I can tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a long campaign, I think, for everybody involved, for journalists on the ground covering it, for politicians, for um, anyone, basically, who's been following this thing. It's been been nasty. I'm not going to lie. It's probably the nastiest election I've ever covered in any province or country, it just seems people just seem really angry about everything. And whether that's social media or what, I don't know. Um, But yeah, it's the final push to get voters out today. We had a really amazing um, uh, voter turnout, actually, in advance polls. Close to 700,000 people voted in the advance polls, which is... I know it's bananas. Uh, so every party, true to form, is of course claiming that as a victory for themselves. I guess we'll know later on tonight exactly who that was a victory for. But uh, yeah, it seems people are quite engaged this election. Maybe that's why it's been so nasty. Right. People are paying attention. Yeah, but um, I'm, yeah, it's. I am curious though about that. Like, so if what is we know that all the polls pretty much say the same thing, don't they? Yep. And yes, that is, they say that there will be a UCP um, majority government. Okay. Is there any doubt as to how big that could be? Is that where the difference might be? I think so, yeah. That seems to be the main thing. Um, <clears throat> when you have, I mean, Edmonton itself is a, is a funny little pocket of Alberta that seems to vote NDP when uh, the rest of the province doesn't. Um, but there are also some pockets in Calgary that are going to be tougher fights for the United Conservative Party. Particularly downtown, you've got uh, Calgary Buffalo, uh, Calgary Fort as well. They're both going to be tough ones. You've got Calgary Elbow, uh, where we've got the Alberta Party, MLA. It's all kinds of funny little nuggets where I think there are going to be some definite fights would you um, yeah? Would you say the there's an urban-rural divide? That's something we see in BC quite a bit, right? Where the Metro Vancouver region votes, you know, yep. one way different from you see in the interior. Is that is that similar to in Alberta? Yeah, very similar. And I would argue that's similar to a lot of places around the world. There tends to be a difference between people living downtown and uh, people in the rest of the jurisdiction, uh, shall we say? But yeah, I lived in Vancouver and definitely noticed that. And there's a similar vibe here in Alberta. The difference is in Alberta, uh, traditionally speaking, you've got Edmonton, which tends to vote one way and you do have Calgary, um, downtown, like inner Calgary, um, it tends to be a bit more on the, on the left side of the spectrum, but even, the suburbs of Calgary are quite conservative. And generally speaking, they do swing towards the conservative end of the spectrum. So there's a good chance that the United Conservatives are going to win back a chunk of those seats. Um, 
even those kind of mid-range cities, uh, you've got Lethbridge, you've got uh, Medicine Hat, you've got Red Deer, which is a bigger centre again, they're likely to swing Conservative. Um, but there are some battles that could be had on kind of those internal Calgary seats and, right. and most of Edmonton as well. But rural is all expected to definitely swing towards the United Conservative Party this election. And what did you hear from people in terms of like, what are the biggest issues for people in this campaign? You know, it's funny, it depends, and uh, uh, this sounds like a cop-out of an answer, but it's not. It depends on who you ask, because I was down in Medicine Hat, for example, and it's um, down in the kind of southeastern corner of the province, and there it was all talks about the economy and jobs, and that seems to be a bit of a theme, and that's certainly the uh, tack that the United Conservatives have been taking. That's been their tagline the entire election, is jobs, economy, pipeline, and you do hear that a lot. But on the flip side, you also hear a lot about people concerned about what the United Conservative Party would do, for example, to uh, gay-straight alliance rules in schools. Um, The United Conservatives plan to bring in a separate education act, which would roll back some of the protections that the New Democrats brought in when they were in government. And that is a lot of, that is concerning to a lot of people, Uh, not just that particular issue, but there have been a lot of candidates with the United Conservative Party or people who sought nomination who had to drop out or, um, you know, were called out for really bigoted views, mm-hmm. you know, homophobic views, racist views, anti-Muslim, sexist. I mean, you, you, you pick it, you, know, you name it, someone probably got called out for it. Um, and that's worrying to a lot of people too, even people who see themselves as conservatives. And I was speaking with a guy from Fort McMurray the other day, born and raised conservative, has only ever voted conservative, and he just he just can't get behind Jason Kenney because he sees him as too socially conservative. Oh, interesting. Um, but then, yeah, but then he's like, but I don't know, can I vote for a new Democrat? Because that still kind of sits funny with a lot of yeah. Albertans. Um, what I find... Back in 2015, people well, were kind of like, do I vote... Wild Rose, or do I vote NDP? I mean, that's an insane uh, choice, but that's that's what happened. I also wonder about that as well in terms, like a lot of what happened, those questions that you say that gentleman was wrestling with, that was brought up by Jason Kenney and the UCP, the whole issue of the the alliances, the gay-straight alliances in school. Like they brought that up and they didn't need to do that to put that doubt in people's minds. Yeah, and part of the United Conservative Party, I mean, I went to their founding convention um, where they brought in all these policies, and a big part of that party is about parental choice. And that is, I mean, that's code for, you know, parents get to know what their kids are doing. And it does tend to be a bit of a split. Do we do we let the parents know what the kids are doing in every single club that the kids are in? Or do we just kind of let the kids do their own mm. things? And, and, and that tends to be the language the United Conservatives will use. Now, I do also say as well, um, Jason Kenney has said, yeah, we don't favour outing kids to their parents. That's not something we would do. But, but we have to trust teachers to know what the best decision is for the student. And yet on the flip side, he also has a policy where we want to bring in more tests and tell teachers what, how they can and cannot teach kids because we can't quite trust them. So it's been a little bit of double speak there from the UCP. And I, I, I talk more about the UCP. I should add this because I have been covering them 
day after day on the right. campaign trail. My colleague was co- covering the, uh, the NDP, so I do know a little bit more about them. <laughs> yeah, after four years, though, in power for Rachel Notley, though, what did you hear about people's feelings towards the NDP? Is it like, absolutely not, I'm not going to vote for them ever again? Are people still considering it? Or, or what's the thought out there? Yeah, again, that is really divided. I mean, in rural Alberta, there is no love lost for the NDP. And people out there didn't vote for them in the first place anyway. So now that there's a, now that there's an approaching, potentially a conservative government on the horizon, they seem pretty happy about that. Um, but again, that depends on where you go. A lot of Alberta does tend towards conservative politics. You see that federally, you see that provincially. We had a conservative government here for 44 years without a break. So yeah, people, I think, I think some people did look at what the NDP did and they say, you know what, they did the best they could in a challenging circumstance because of the oil price drop and all that jazz. But they still just kind of align themselves with conservatism and with the conservative values and just assume that they are a conservative. And that's where they're hitting that kind of wrestling match with, do I vote um, Jason Kenney, who is a very socially conservative conservative, or if not, then what do I do? Because they still just don't feel comfortable casting a vote for Orange. So it's kind of a, it's a funny old place, Alberta. And most of the polls, interestingly, too, they have people saying, yeah, um, I really like Rachel Notley the most, uh, but, but I won't vote New Democrat. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I'm sure Rachel Notley is not happy to hear that. Like, yeah, it's great that people like you. They're just still not willing to vote for your party. Emma, do you have any predictions? Do you want to give us a prediction for tonight? Uh, I, I think that there will probably be a UCP majority government. Uh, that's what all the polls are pointing towards. But I don't think that the NDP are going to be completely wiped out by any means. I think they're going to retain a good chunk of Edmonton, if not all of it. And I think they have a really good chance in some of those uh, downtown ridings in Calgary as well. So I don't think that this spells the end for the NDP by any stretch of the imagination. But I'm also going to say that with knowing that Alberta elections surprise everybody, everybody. all the time. That's so true. So heck. Who knows? You know what? I'll let you call me again at midnight. And I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Emma, thank you very much for your time. Thanks so much. Have a good one. That's Emma Graney, legislative reporter for the Edmonton Journal. And who knows, if things go in Alberta the way they did in B.C., she will still be covering this story at midnight tonight.